We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting money on it. Sometimes I have a good feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready for to play for the first time, my bookie is the best to do it. It's been in business for years. I made some money the last two games betting baseball. Charlie Morton's been pretty good to me. The Nationals came back. You know, so sweating that. So go to mybookie.ag. Use the pr- promo code share to activate your first deposit offer. Put 100 in, get 100 back. Visit mybookie.ag today. All right, you guys. Welcome in. It's Vlad Harris here, another Panther Rants podcast. Happy Thursday to you guys. I'm pulling out of here. I had to get gas and... I'm going you know, to get my, you know, my, my quote-unquote studio set up as I head into work. I've been on call this week, and it's been a living hell. People just, um, I don't know what it is. You know, um, Thursday, uh, Tuesday, going into Wednesday late night, you know, Tuesday late night going into Wednesday, I had to do a uh, reboot, I had to do some Windows updates, and the problem is, is I, with web applications, is sometimes they don't come up properly as you like them, and naturally, there was one that just, you know, you know, I thought was working fine, but it crapped out on me again, and there I was, getting paged, I finished up at 1 a.m., I got paged an hour and a half later with that, you know, with, with that application, and on top of that, I got a whole bunch of pages at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then, yeah, my life was living hell for pretty much the rest of the day. And the one guy, one, the one you know, night f- physician I worked with, early in the day, he calls me at you know, 1 o'clock in the morning because he decided he wanted to change his password. He didn't like, you know, the one password that, that was on his application. And then, you know, he, eventually he forgot it. I don't know. It's as you know. In the words of OJ, I'm just saying. So, some more. You know, MLB playoffs is here. You know, the Nationals won a hell of a game. I mean, that's crazy. At the, you know, Bryce Harper goes to Philly for all that money, and people thought the Nationals were in a downward spiral, and it looked like early in the year. I mean. When I saw them, I mean, they weren't really that good. After the All-Star break, they got, they caught fire. And, you know, they won their they won their wild card game. 
I mean, it wasn't pretty, but they pulled it off in the end. That's all that matters. And yesterday, Rays and Athletics. I you know I, I put my money on the Rays mainly because it was Charlie Morton, and it was an elimination game on the road, and Charlie has you know pretty big balls. I know the 2017 season when they, you know, when the Ashes won the World Series, he was counting on to pitch against the Yankees in Game 7. And elimination game, he won that. And overall, the Rays are just a better team than Athletics. And that's the thing. When I was looking at all these gambling sites, everybody was going with the A's. And I have no idea why. Oh, they're a great team. They're up and coming and they got great defense. Yeah, but if you if anybody watched the Rays play this year, you knew they had a really good team. Now they got now they got to play the Astros, and I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I mean, they got that they have to go up against you know Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, and Zach Greinke. So they're going to have to work hard for them. And, of course, we got, you know, a lot of other stuff, more pirate stuff. I mean, of course, we got the hashtag movement that was started by somebody who, I guess, you know, we all know he's very well documented in the media, local media, that is. And I don't fault him for what he did, you know, starting his own site. It's done pretty well for him, obviously. You know, it, it was going pretty well until the athletic came and, you know, said, hey, we can do this too. And, and of course, they, they poached a lot of his talent. But he wrote an emotional article, I guess, after the hurdle firing, and I read it. And I think I stopped, I kind of stopped reading it and paying attention to it when he started talking about how he went to the, went to the coach's office and the coach told him how he loved, how he loved this work and then the articles he written. I kind of was, yeah, because I was like, eh, this, this, this really is an emotional thing. It's more about him. And now he has the hashtag movement. And, I mean, the thing I know about Twitter and hashtag movements is it's like, um, it's like the movie Clerks. And it's the scene where, um, it's early, it's actually early in the movie where the, um, you know, Dante has opened the store up. And there's this guy standing there by the, uh, you know, by the register and every guy that goes to buy a pack of cigarettes he's showing him a picture of a, of a, of a black lung you know a tr- he's showing him a trach ring and then he recommends them Truly's gum and he keeps doing this to a point where he rounds up the masses and he goes on this whole social justice speech and, you know, Dante's like, hey, I'm just doing my job. And he's like, of course you just do their job. You know who else did their job? Nazis. And they wiped away in a human race just like the cigarettes are doing now. And then it ends with the, um, his customers calling him a cancer merchant and throwing cigarettes at him. Luckily, his girlfriend shows up, you know, well, at the time she was. Sprays him with, um, you know, a fire hydrant or f- fire extinguisher or whatever. And then finds out the guy who started this whole mass was 
a salesman for Chili's Gum. And he was doing this whole thing to sell his gum. And the most best part of this whole thing was after some of the customers get up, at least one does, and he starts coughing, what does he do? He asks to buy a pack of cigarettes. So that's the thing about hashtag movements when people start them. There's always some sort of agenda with them. Like, for instance, you know, the whole paying college athletes. You know, one thing Jason Whitlock mentioned, it's it's basically Lebr- LeBron and shoe companies that are pushing this. That's what people are forgetting. It's not so much college athletes, you know, wanting to make money off themselves. And, you know, they're allowed, they should be allowed to do that. But it's also more for the shoe companies as well that push a lot of this. You know, they don't, they're the ones that they're, they're going to win on as well. Now, with California passing this law, does this mean that every college kid's going to flock to, you know, to California? Well, probably not. And I think if you do it, you're, you got to be realistic about it. Not everybody's going to make a lot of money off themselves. It's usually the ones that are really good. And for some, you know, that, that aren't, you know, superstars, they could probably use their names as other things. Well, for one thing, networking. You know, they can use their um, their platform and other stuff for networking and, you know, drop, drop some money. Who knows? But like anything you get into, you got to be realistic about it. Personally, I got no issue with it. I don't think it's going to be a really game changer as people are fearing. And I don't know why now athletic directors now refusing to, to schedule schools in California because of it, because it's moronic. It's not going to create an uneven playing field. The playing field is already uneven as, to begin with. And it's funny to hear like Scott Frost talk about it. Whereas his team went undefeated and ended up playing in the Peach Bowl. They didn't get no college playoff. I mean, I always always said it, you know, the schools that are non, you know, P5, if they really wanted to get some, you know, be competitive and get, you know, they should let their players either pay them or... Um, let them make money off themselves. Give them that incentive. And maybe you attract some more t- that, that top talent. Give them somewhere to stay, you know, because if the case not staying long, they go pro. And I'm sure it pisses off the power schools, but hey, you know what? You got, it's, you know, you got to level, level the surface somehow. And it's one way to do it. And now I'm reading that Pennsylvania is maybe following suit in this as well. And hey, you know, I'm sure it'll benefit Penn State a lot, but it'll, it could benefit Pitt too. I'm sure we can get we can uh, attract more, you know, some more highly recruited players. And so, hey, yeah, you know, you can make money off yourselves. You can market yourselves. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot to talk about right now. A lot to, you know, it's a lot to, you know, 
I can, you know, we, none of us can really play a lottery and think we're going to win it. So who knows? I mean, not, not a whole lot may, may have come of this at all either. So, I mean, we're all talking hypotheticals. It may just be, just, you know, it may just blow over and be a back page thing. Who knows? But anyways, guys, we got um, Duke coming up. It's a uh, eight, 8 o'clock kickoff. Duke right now is a four-point favorite. Everybody's loving Duke right now. And I got to understand why. They uh, destroyed the Hokies Friday night. But, I mean, I I rewatched the game, and I just didn't realize how bad Virginia Tech's been. And Duke, you know, they start off the season, they got blown up by Bama, and they've been winning games since, but they haven't really played anybody. So, of course, they're going to look good. Although, you can make the argument that Quinn Harris is looking a lot better than um, Daniel Jones did the previous year. But he's facing Pitt, and last year, Pitt, you know, last few years, Pitt's been able to run the ball on them. And I think one thing in this game Pitt needs to do is really run the ball and win the line of scrimmage. Duke, obviously, is your, your same spread offense, like, you know, Central Florida and whatnot. They don't throw, they're not much of a downfield team as much. I mean, the receiver's open, obviously, they'll throw it on the field, but it's a lot of short passes, misdirections, and I think, you know, the pit, you know, plays disciplined and physical and blows up their line, keeps their quarterback contained. All, all the same crap they've done with the last few offenses they did, they should they should have no problem with this game. Offensively, Kenny Pickett, obviously, you, got, you hope that he's healthy. You know, he picks up where he left off from last game. Well, not the you know Delaware game where he sat out, but you know you know what I'm saying. But then also we get some uh, we get some help from the run game. I really you know I, I know it was just Delaware, but I really wouldn't mind seeing more of Todd Sibley. I think if he sticks with it, he may be and he may end up being one hell of a running back for us. I think the potential's there. He's, he's still young. But, of course, he's playing behind a whole bunch of other guys. But I would like to see him in the fold more. Because I don't think, you know, nobody's really taking control of the, you know, the, the uh, running back position yet. And, you know, we don't have the man yet. We got Taysier Mack. We got Maurice French. Aaron Matthews. We got a nice receiving core. But we need the man at running back. So I'm not sure who the man's going to be, but we'll figure it out. As far as the game goes, I like putting this one. I think they want a close one. They, uh, Duke's one of the, you know, Pittsburgh one of these teams that Duke has a hard time solving. And I think, I think one of the last times we ever lost them was overtime. And I think, um, we had problems with the hash marks and somehow lost in overtime. That was that Paul Chris team, I think, where we scored a whole bunch of points and we only, we only won about six games. And then they left to go to they left. At least most of the staff did, and we went to Houston for that bowl game. And we were blowing out Houston for some reason. We ended up losing because we couldn't recover an onside kick to save our lives. Excuse me. 
God, I was so happy for, for that staff to be gone. I mean, they were, I don't know what it was with that staff, but they just, they always seemed like they were disorganized. It seemed like they were more reactive than proactive on everything. But I think, you know, Pitt wins this to go to, you know, and they move on. They have, um, you know, obviously they will go to, um, shoot, they'll go to four and two already. I mean, they, I mean, shoot, we're, we're almost at, we're pretty much halfway through the college football season because you figure they, they beat Ohio, UCF, Delaware, their losses. Yeah, we're in game six already. And it's barely October. So that's pretty much a Cliff Notes uh, version of what I expect to see. And as far as the rest of the ACC goes, we got some pretty interesting games. In fact, my app just refreshed and I can't find my damn games. So bear with me, folks, when I do that. All right, here we go. We start off early, early, early on Saturday with Boston College and Louisville. Ah, uh, Louisville's a six-point favor in this one, which makes a lot of sense because Boston College is struggling as of late. But I don't know. I like BC in this one. I think uh, people are selling B- BC a little short on this one. Uh, Tech and Miami. Miami is a 14-point favorite. Ooh. I don't know. I call this the job security bowl because, well, the, you know, the, main, the Manny Diaz era hasn't started off too well. But you got a guy who's picking up, you know, after Mark Rick you know, stayed here briefly. And I think what Miami needs is stability at the head coaching position, and they need to just stick with this. You know, unless they go full stallings, they need to stick with their uh, head coach. I mean, I know they're, they're struggling. And obviously, Justin Fuente really needs to win this game because, well, Tech looks really bad. I mean, I didn't know how really bad they looked until I watched that game and against Duke. And if you remember, this game used to carry so much weight in college football. I mean, going back to the Mike Vick years. And then when it went to the ACC, it was a ferocious matchup because it determined usually who, you know, who was in the driver's seat for the win, to win the conference. Now, not so much. It's just, This game's just nothing now. It's a, it's a back page. and There were so many, you know, great games, in the, especially the, when they were in the Big East. Now it's just... Uh, their shells that are former selves. North Carolina, Georgia Tech. UNC is the 10 half point favorite. Tech is just really bad right now. And yeah, they should, you know, North Carolina should take care of that one. Now, as we go to the rest of the top 25, I did take a look at a lot of these, and they're just, a lot of these matchups are just under, are underwhelming. You got Oklahoma and Kansas. Which Jalen Hurts should pretty much destroy Kansas. I mean, I'm sure Les Miles will, will give him a game. Kent State, Wisconsin, Wisconsin will destroy them. Purdue and Penn State. 
it's at Penn State. Purdue, you know, they had a decent season last year. Now they're off to a really bad one. You know, a lot of people wanted, um, they were, they were, you know, thought Jeff Brown was, Brown was going to be the next commodity right now. Penn, I mean, Penn State's a 28-point favorite in this one. I'm not entirely sure if I go with um, Penn State in this one. 20 points, that's a bit, that just seems like a lot. I think Purdue figures it out, but they won't win it. I mean, all Penn State really has to do is just show up and, you know, win. I want Michigan, two Big Ten programs. Michigan's struggling still. They're playing Iowa, and um, this, obvious, this game is an obviously must-win by Harbaugh. If he can't win it, if they get blown out, and yeah, they're going to be uh, calling for him. Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. I thought Tech would cover that spread against Oklahoma. That's not happening. Okie State wins this one. The mullet Mike Leach does his thing. Texas at West Virginia, number 11, Texas. They're a 10.5 point favorite. Not so sure about this game being in Morgantown at 10.5. But I think I would go. I think I would take Texas to cover anyway. I think West Virginia gives them a game, but then they pull away. Ohio State and Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State will obviously lose this game. I don't, you know, Ohio State. They'll, they'll, um, they'll give um, Ohio State a scare, but they don't have the um, offensive firepower to match Ohio State. So eventually, they'll give way. Uh, then we got the then we got the Pac-12 after dark. Cal and Oregon. Well, actually, they're like an eight o'clock game, but still, mm, Oregon's still ranked, and pretty much everybody in the Pac-12 is beating up on each other. I guess I go with Oregon. Washington will should probably hammer Stanford, and yeah, that's really about it for the ACC and top twenty-five games. You know, there really isn't much of a slate. We're, you know, it's a lot, of, a lot of bye weeks. A lot of teams that are off. But anyways, guys. Baseball playoffs for tonight. Some more games. Cardinals and Braves. Dodgers. Take on the Nationals. I like the Cardinals tonight. And I like the um, Dodgers, obviously. You know. I think um, there'll be some fun pitching duels. Anyways, guys, I got to go. I'm getting paged. Hello, Pitt. Have a good weekend.